This is Moms with Concussions, the podcast. Moms with Concussions experience unique challenges and a journey that can feel extremely isolating. The purpose of this podcast is to build a community of moms to share their stories and to feel seen and validated within others' experiences. We are in this together. You are not alone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Moms with Concussions. My name is Cynthia, and I am your host. Today, we are talking about crying after a concussion. This may be the experience for some of you. Maybe for some of you, it's not. For me, this was very much my experience. I couldn't stop crying. And the crying really came once I really started pushing myself, once I started kind of going back to normal activities, once I started driving again, because I wasn't able to drive for a long time, not because the accident was my fault, the accident's not my fault, but because, um, because my reaction time, my eyes and my sensitivity to light, um, I was just not allowed to drive. So, um, once I started being able to do that, I started crying a lot. Once I went back to work slowly, I'd do one meeting and my brain would get tired and I would feel this, you know, exhaustion and my brain would just, I would just start crying. And it wasn't like a sadness. It was different. I mean, I did feel sad a lot more often after concussion because we know that um, our bodies and brains and, you know, our just, our nervous systems are under a lot of stress after concussion. So, so it's expected that our, we have to take extra care of our mental health, um, which is a, a different topic that we will certainly cover. Um, but I started crying every time I became tired. And so with parenting, this became difficult because you know, something that I refused to do actually before my concussion was cry in front of my kids. And that's, you know, due to my own personal journey. When I was a kid, crying wasn't necessarily seen as safe. Um, and so when I did see others crying um, or parents, um, it was quite a scary experience. And I just had said to myself, as a mom, I'm never going to cry in front of my kids. In hindsight, I now realize that a gift that my concussion has given me is that I've been able to heal my relationship with crying and my children's relationship with crying because I couldn't help but cry and I couldn't help but cry in front of my kids. So um, one example is at bedtime and this might be true for some of you. You get to the end of the day, you're exhausted And usually before concussion, you know, you just be tired and frustrated maybe sometimes because bedtime, everyone's tired, everyone's emotional. It's just a hard time as a parent. Me being a solo parent, you know, I, a single parent, I, I would be outnumbered and that also came with its challenges. And this might be the case for you, even if you have a partner, maybe one of them is working and regardless, you could have three parents at home. Bedtime can often be quite difficult and exhausting. So... Um, so it's, it's, it's a part of the day that's not easy to begin with, but add that concussion element to it. And by the end of the day, you are extra tired. And I often either felt rage, which could be a different topic, but that is something that I did feel. And I I questioned a lot and felt a lot of guilt. Like, why do I feel such rage towards my children? And that's just us being very overwhelmed. That's our nervous system 
being overwhelmed. It's not us. It's the nervous system that's just trying its best and struggling because it's 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 in overdrive. So that's a different um, discussion. But I would be trying to put them to bed and I would start crying. You know, I'd put my son to bed and I'd be so tired. I'd be like, please just sleep. And I would just start crying. And then I'd have to put my daughter to bed and I'd be sitting outside of my son's room because he'd be scared. So I'd be kind of sitting there trying to sleep train him. And I would just be, you know, tearing up or crying. And and so this is something that I felt a lot of shame and I was, I was very confused. I didn't understand why, like why every time I get tired, you know, I start to cry. And I remember talking to one professional and them saying, it is so common and let's just not judge it. It's just crying. If you had to, you know, if you had to yawn, no one questions that you're tired and you yawn the end. (laughs) And I remember being like, okay, you know, maybe it's not the crying. That's the issue. It's our relationship with crying. It's the stigma associated with crying. So he had said to me, I said, yeah, but I'm at work. I'm a professional. I'm running meetings. I can't be crying all the time. And he was like, fair. But what if some worst case scenario, what if somebody comes into your office and they say, and you say, oh, sorry, my brain is tired. I just need to turn around. I'm going to cry for a second. (laughs) I'm going to cry. Or, you know what, I just need five minutes, I just need to cry, or I need a moment, and I'll be right back with you. You know, you, you could send them away if you can. And worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you cry in front of them. And you go, yes, a symptom or, you know, a reaction of my body's way of now releasing stress is by releasing tears. And then I will feel better. And I did. Did you ever notice that? After you do cry, don't you feel better? My symptoms were a little bit lower. I felt relief from it. But I felt such guilt and I felt such, I was so ashamed. And I was like, why am I crying? I must be sad. But they can just also be tears. And I think it's being able to see the difference. Are you really sad? Like it would be very important to talk to a professional about it regardless. Right? If you're crying a lot, you know, are you feeling really sad? Are you losing interest in the things that you love? Like, how are you feeling? And and it's still important to talk to your doctor about all of this. However, if you're noticing that you, like you're running a me- meeting or you're on technology for a while, or it's at the end of the day, you're really tired with your kids and you cry and then you feel better. Could it just be that? Could it just be tears? And it's kind of like when we talk about, you know, I give this example because throughout this journey, I had to learn, and this is something we'll talk about, um, how to regulate my nervous system to be able to recover from my concussion. And I actually left the teaching profession, and this is what I do now full time. I support moms in regulating their nervous system and, and overwhelm and stepping back into their confidence in whichever capacity they must or or want to and and whatever that means for them. So um, something that I say often is, is, you know, I teach something called EFT, which is tapping the emotional freedom technique. And I say, you know, our body stores these memories, you know, our bodies know. And when it needs to release this energy, we often hold it in and then it manifests in 
illness and it manifests for us specifically who have high concussions and symptoms. And so I kind of said, you know, if you have to burp, <laughs> we'll be able to process why we have to burp. And this is, I'm saying this because you could explain this to your kids as well. I, my kids know this. I say this to my kids too. If you have to burp, you can process it. Okay. I know what I ate. <laughs> you know, maybe I ate something spicy. Maybe I ate quickly, whatever the reason is, you know, I had a beer, whatever it is. I don't drink, but whatever. Um, I, I process it. So just like, you know, okay, I'm really tired. I know I have to cry. You know, I've, I've, you know, really done a lot today. My brain has worked really hard for me and it's bedtime. So I feel like crying. Cool. But just like crying, like you still need to get the burp out. If we're talking about the burp, you still need to get the burp out, even if you can process why that burp is coming up. And I know it's a weird example, but you could explain this to your kids, right? Um, you still need to burp. Even if you understand why, your body still needs to release that. So when we're wanting to cry at the end of the day or after your meeting or after you've driven a little bit, you understand why. You still need to do it. Let yourself cry. Go, oh man, okay, it's coming up. I'm going to sit here two minutes. I'm going to give myself three minutes, two, three, four, five minutes to cry. I'm just going to let it out with zero judgment, zero attachment, zero shame. This is just part of it. And it'll become less and less. You do stop crying so much. It, it does lower. Um, it, you, you know, you might cry a little bit more um, than you used to, but that's okay. It's okay. It's just tears. They're healthy. At least it's coming out. And so I used to say this to my kids. I used to say to them, you know what? Crying is so healthy. Mommy just needs to cry for a second. The tears are going to come out. Just like when we find something really funny, we laugh. It's energy coming out. Tears have to come out when I get really tired. Just like I have to yawn. Just like I have to burp. Just like sometimes you get gassy. We don't hold it in. And they always find that one really funny. Especially when their mommy's, you know, having some tears, they might feel a bit afraid. And so the important thing is just to have the conversation, to continue checking in with them. Hey, how did you feel? Mommy was crying the other day and it felt so much better after, like, you know, and how do you feel about it? And they might find it a little bit bizarre at first because it might just be new to them. And they also have been in this society where crying is seen as weak or not safe. What a beautiful gift to teach our children that crying is okay. Mommy cries too. And so when they cry, they will know that they're allowed to cry too and that they can come to you when they need to cry and release energy after they've had a long day. So this idea of crying and crying with my kids has actually healed our relationships with crying and has actually brought us so much closer. My son is five and the other day he said, Mom, I think I need to cry a little bit, but I know I'm going to feel better after. I was like, yeah, just cry, buddy. Let it out. And so he cried. And nobody felt uncomfortable. He just sat there for a moment and cried. And my daughter, she's 10, was there. And after he finished, we were like, how do you feel? And he was like, good. And we congratulated him. We had a little party. What a beautiful gift to give your children. And so concussions come with very many, many challenges, but it also comes with so many gifts. I have healed with my children and our relationship 
even more because of the concussion. And I didn't even realize that there was healing to do. So cry away, my friends. <laughs> I cry all the time. You can watch the holiday. Jude Law in there cries all the time. Some people cry more. Some people don't. Maybe you're not a crier at all. And you're like, wow, this is weird. Um, and that's okay too. As long as we're removing the energy out of our bodies. So next time you want to cry, allow it. I'm there crying with you and laughing about it after. They're just tears. They're not dangerous. They're safe. And then you can even talk to your children about it. You are doing so amazing. This journey is not always easy, but you are not alone. And your children will be more resilient because of it. And they are gaining the tools and winning tools throughout their journey because you are learning them right now. We are here with you and I am your biggest cheerleader. Please enjoy your day and cry away. <laughs>